Welcome to the Rising with Christian podcast, a place where women put down perfection and pick up tools for self-empowerment and personal clarity. Ladies, this is a space where you don't have to have it all together. On this podcast, we discuss topics like growing in faith, wellness tips, ways to develop your purpose and ideal lifestyle. To my boss women who need to be refilled, the sister in need of direction, or the men dropping in to stand alongside us, I thank you for showing up. I'm your host, Christian B. Aaron, and let's rise together. Hey, risers, and to all of my women, happy Nationals Women History Month. (laughs) I hope I said that correct. But um, no matter who's listening, whether you're a frequent listener, whether you're listening for the first time, I want you to know that I love you, I see you, and I celebrate you not only this month, but every day, sis. We are rising together And I'm so excited that you are a part of the tribe. So in in the breath of Women's History Month, I am about to release somebody. I can already feel it. And today we are talking about take off your cape. Ladies, take off your cape. And um, I recall when I was, was growing up, Someone asked me when on my way home from school, I had to have been in like the fourth or fifth grade. They were like, who's your favorite superhero? And not only did I not have cable in my house, but I just didn't watch television. That wasn't my thing. And so I said, well, I don't necessarily have a superhero that you may see you know, on the television. However, I live with a super woman. I live with a superhero. Like she takes little and makes it much. She stretches the impossible. She nurtures. She's, she cares. She's there. She listens. She empowers. She encourages. She rides over obstacles that come her way. I said, my superhero is my mom. And I'm like, forget Spider-Man, Batman, all of these other people. I'm like, I live with a real life superhero who I can touch and see in the flesh. And truthfully, what I've come to realize is that we sometimes put on this cape because we feel like we have to be saviors and we have to rescue the world. And my mom, um, later later in her 40s, she, she had a stroke. And, you know, it's a testimony that she has right now. Um, but the body keeps score. The body keeps score. She's alive. She's, she's well. She's walking. She's talking. She's running. She, she's truly blessed. Like God is, God literally turned this thing around. But the body keeps score, the stress, the overwhelm, the having to show up for everybody, the having to make all the decisions, the wanting to be perfect. And this is not my mom's story, but I'm just naming all of these capes that we put on as women in society, saving everybody else but ourselves. So I I just want to encourage us this Women's History Month to tap into our humanity, to tap into our imperfections, and to take off the cape 
to save yourself, to rescue yourself, to pour and nurture into yourself because again, the body keeps score. And so, um, what I, what I want us to understand is to not fight our urge to save the world and to wear this cape, right? Because we're naturally wired physiologically. We are, we release right? Hormones and endorphins that makes us caring and loving and emotionally attached to people and children and circumstances and to truly be empathetic and sympathetic. That is how we are wired. That is what happens hormonally. But so, so I'm not saying that we should not care for others, but there should be a balance of care for others and care for self attention to others and attention to self. And so when you take off the cape, you're saying, I have flaws. I can't do everything at one time. I can't be at 50 million places, you know, in a given day. I have to set boundaries. I have to say no. I have to do what makes me happy, even when no one else understands or affirms it. So that's what it means by taking off your cape. And so when you think about taking off your cape, you have to do like this introspective work of what makes me happy. What nurtures me? What does loving myself look like? And I'll be transparent and saying, you know, when I got married, I realized like, oh my gosh, everything that I have been doing was centered around my husband, what we have to get done. And when I had pockets of freedom and free time, I'm like, what do I do? So then I just sit on the couch and I'm like, no, Christian, you have a life. You have to continue to explore. You have to figure out who you are in this season. And you cannot just continue to walk around with this cape trying to save the world and trying to preach to the people on Sundays and trying to baptize and giving communion and, you know, um, being at funerals and doing weddings and, and serving God's people, doing great things. But it's godly to take care to take care of the vessel that that God has given you. And so, again, the question is, what does nurturing yourself, caring for yourself, loving yourself look like? And I'm going to get ahead because there's someone saying, well, I don't have the time, Christian. That sounds good, but I don't have the time. You take car rides, right? Okay. Well, that could be a personal time when you're talking to yourself or you're playing music or you're worshiping. You shower, right? Yes. So you can put some eucalyptus in a shower. You can do maybe some drops of peppermint um, to really make your senses become less stressed and, and reduce the inflammation in your body. So there are things that you can do that you can just incorporate in the routine that you already have. Um, maybe you have to get up 15 to 20 minutes earlier. Maybe instead of watching television after work, you know, you're reading a book. And so you just have to be mindful that time can always be um, we worked and we rewired when you're looking for a solution. All right. So to the woman who's saying, okay, I don't have the money. Well, for you, 
It may be cleaning your space, cleaning that closet, cleaning your home, doing that, throwing away items that you no longer want because clutter may affect your mental health. Clutter may affect the clarity that you have in your life. And so it doesn't take money to do that. Um, maybe it's writing yourself a love note. Maybe it's blasting your music with no cares in the world. So you have to figure out again, what is it that brings me joy or even what I want to explore? Because you may not like the same things that you liked in the last season of your life, five or even 10 years ago. And so you have to be on a constant exploration of who am I? Who am I involving into? What do I like? What I don't like? For instance, like I love to read and I used to love to sit in my room and get my highlighter y'all and just like go through the book and just write my notes. But I don't have time for that right now with all that I'm trying to accomplish. So I get my audible book and I I roll with it. <laughs> I roll with it and I have a higher success rate. So I, I learned how to pivot according to the needs of my life. Um, To that person that has guilt. Yes, I'm talking to you. That person that says, well, I don't deserve this. I should not do this for myself. Let me tell you, you only have one vessel and you are to be a good steward of what God has given you. Just like we're supposed to be good stewards of our finances, good stewards of our possessions, you know, good stewards of our relationships. We have to be good stewards of the one and only vessel that we have that rise with us every single day that protects us, that nourishes us. We have to protect it. And so guilt may set in. I feel bad about getting my nails done. I feel bad about turning my phone off. But think about how much more energetic and resourceful and lively you will be when you pour into yourself and you take off that cape. So I just had recently had a therapy session and I am looking for my journal because I wrote down something and y'all, she just, she just got me, she got me all the way together. So, um, in my, in my recent therapy session, which is why I think it has prompted me to, um, to do this podcast today is that she told me that I have a savior complex that I am so caring, that I am so nurturing, that sometimes it can be overbearing when it is not needed, right? So yes, I have wisdom. And yes, I do believe that one of my spiritual gifts is to be wise, but I'm bringing wisdom to people who want to stay in the dark, right? So now that's developing um, friction and separation and turmoil. And it's like, okay, but Christian, like, no. So what, what I have to realize is although I find myself being a solutions person, I love giving advice. I love pouring into people. Um, I love asking God for wisdom on situations. Hence why I'm in ministry. I love to serve. It brings me so much joy to see people who are in need. And for me and the Holy Spirit to partner, to bring them their need. But I have to understand that not everyone is needing or wanting what I'm offering, right? That again, I can want to give wisdom to someone who would rather stay blind. 
I could want to help someone who is perfectly fine in their situation, in the bed that they made, and they just literally want to lie there in peace. They don't want to hear what I have to say. They don't want to hear wisdom. They don't want to hear my opinion. They they don't want to hear what thus saith the Lord. They just want to lay in their bed peacefully. I mean, they got the pillows. They got some snacks. They up here Netflixing and chilling. They ain't trying to switch up their environment. So it, it takes wisdom and knowledge of how to use your spiritual gifts and how to um and how to care in a way in which it is not overbearing or unwanted and i think that that is just wisdom and i wrestle with it and she was just like christian um and this is what i wrote down in my journal she says take off the cape and stop trying to save others save yourself i said oop <laughs> In fact, she said, get out of the proximity to danger because at some point it's going to blow up and you don't need to be hurt in the process. So my thing is, I just want to be a good friend. I just want to be a good daughter. I just want to be a good minister. I just want to be a good role model by just being myself, right? Because people like us, and this is what she said, people like you and and um come to you because of your personality, because of your energy, because of your love for God, not because you were their therapist or not because you're a psychologist or not because you're always wearing this pastoral hat. And so I'm like, okay. And what I concluded from that Again, taking off my cape, stop trying to save the world, my friends, my family, and just really trying to save myself. What I've concluded is that my job isn't to save them. My job is to be safe for them. Whew. Now that's, now that, that is speaking to somebody. And I pray to God that it is. Your job is not to save them, that coworker, that family member, that friend, that spouse, that loved one. Your job is not to save them. Your job is to be safe for them. So if anything happens, they feel comfortable talking to you. They feel comfortable coming to you for prayer. They feel comfortable, right? But then I also hear the Holy Spirit saying there's boundaries, right? So if someone, and I have to wrestle with this, but this is just kind of going off course. But if someone has done something and you believe that you are not the person to give advice, you are not the person to lead them in wisdom, then direct them to someone else. You don't have to be, again, a savior to everybody. And sometimes the battles that other people fight are not for us. Some I, I, I say it all the time. When you, when you give things to God and you lay things at the feet of God, you can leave it there. So you don't have to pick up someone else's burdens. You don't have to try to be a solution to someone else's problems. You can say, hey, I am praying for you. I want the very best for you. Like you are you are not going to stay here. I don't have the answers right now. I don't have the solutions, but just know that there's power in my presence, right? Or there's there's power 
in this therapy, um, this therapist number I'm about to send you <laughs> or this power in this doctor that is amazing that can help you with your problems, right? Here's their email. Here's their phone number. Again, take off the cape. <laughs> take off the cape. Take off the cape. So, right, maybe maybe you are beating yourself up because you cooked this week and the meal just didn't turn out right. Guess what? Life will go on. Maybe you told yourself that you were going to work out three times a week this year and you've only done it three consecutive weeks. Guess what? It's okay. Give yourself grace. And tomorrow is a new day, right? So so maybe you just have to understand that grace is a part of the process. Maybe you didn't answer that call when they really needed you, but yourself and your spirit said, I need you. When you turned your phone off and you missed that text, guess what? That's okay. Set those boundaries. Put things in place. Discover you. Reignite your joy. Rekindle your fire. I went to a restaurant the other day um, on a random Saturday. Beautiful day. I mean, it was beautiful. The sun was out. The birds were chirping. And I sat at the bar. Now, I, you know, I wasn't there to drink. I just didn't want to take up space. Um for for um other people because it was so crowded. So I just sat at the bar and the the bartender was like, hey, you know, are you waiting for someone? And I said, no. And um and first of all, I I am not saying that drinking, I'm I'm going back, I'm not saying that drinking is not something that you can do. Everyone is situational, right? So do I drink wine? Absolutely. Like I am not a Christian that says like I don't drink. For some people, that is their their belief system and they don't drink. For some people, um, they only listen to particular music. So so let your Christian journey again be unique and united in Christ in the way in which God is leading you and never compare your walks to anyone else. So let me just clear that up. So yes, I was sitting at the bar. And I was ordering food and he said, um, are you by yourself? And I said, yes. And he was like, what? He was like, no one else is coming. I said, no, it's just me. He was like, huh? Okay. And he gave me my menu. I ate my food, had a wonderful time. And again, they are not used to seeing people pour into themselves. Everyone feels like they have to enjoy dinner with someone else, with a friend, with a spouse, with a boo, on a date. Take yourself to dinner. Take yourself to the movies. Take yourself on a date. Date yourself. Go hiking. Ask yourself questions. Who am I today? What areas do I want to improve in? What 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 have I done that I'm very proud of myself? Like talk to yourself. And just understand that when you take off the cape, you get to nurture and spend time with yourself and rediscover yourself in ways that you never would have imagined because you are taking out the time. And I know one thing is like what we look for, we find. So if you're looking for ways to nurture yourself, you will find it. If you're looking for imperfections, you will find it. If you're looking for trouble, you will find it. If you're looking for ways to not... Um, take care of yourself, 
you will find it. But if you're looking for grace and peace and excitement and spontaneity, you'll be very intentional of that's how you want to walk into your days, your weeks, your months, your years, and ultimately create a legacy of this woman lived the life that she desired to live. This woman poured into herself. This woman showed us that legacy was not just monetary, but legacy was about your mental legacy, your your physical well-being, your social capital, all of these things are are empowering the whole woman. So again, take care of yourself, sister. Pour into yourself guilt-free. Rediscover who you are in this season, whether married or single or older or younger or black or white. Women's History Month should be a reminder that you are strong, you are powerful, and you are deserving of everything that is about to come your way. So I am going to end there. I hope and pray that you are encouraged to take off the cape. Um, I hope that I wasn't rambling. I did have some structure and some order here. But again, I'm taking off my cape of imperfection and I'm moving with the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit said go and I need you to record, I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, let's do it. So you got it. Rise this week. Uh, Be sure to like, share, subscribe. And remember that I love you and rise because the world is waiting. I love you. Have a great week. Bye bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rising with Christian podcast. There is someone you know who could be blessed by this episode. So share it with a friend, be a blessing, and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. All right, guys, have a wonderful week. And don't forget to rise today because your future is now.